Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Herfcast. I'm Brian, your host, and today in studio with me, I've got Billy D. Daddario. He is a local comic here in Northwest Indiana. He does a little bit of traveling. Uh, just got back from New York, and we've been trying to get together for quite some time. And we finally made it happen with my work schedule and everything else. Um, this is a little bit shorter than last episode. Uh, last episode was a little over three hours. This one's about an hour and 45 minutes. I had to make sure to keep uh, keep an eye on the time. I had to go to my son's t-ball game after this. So um, we had we had an exit point, so we couldn't just keep rambling like I normally do. Uh, yeah, we, we talk about comedy. We talk about travel. Um, talk about all kinds of stuff, so... Hopefully you guys enjoy. Check it out. Check him out on his social medias. Just look for Billy D. I hate Billy D. Um, yeah. So, I guess that's about it. Is that the countdown? Yeah, but yeah, it is. So we're rolling? Yeah, we are rolling. Cheers. So, cheers. Thanks for having me. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for coming by. Glad we were able to finally set it up. Yeah, it's so, been wanting to be on, get on here for a while. So yeah, that's uh, so. Uh, this is Billy. Uh, he's a comedian here in Northwest Indiana. Uh, you do anything in Chicago yet or no? Yeah, yeah I've been uh, between here. You know, we just got back from New York. Group of us: Chicago, Detroit. Uh, la- the summer before last, Nashville and Houston, but mostly around here. Especially with the last year, everything having been shut yeah. down. So, um, so Billy is a comedian and, uh, we got together through Mike Banks. Uh, he told me that he had somebody that was interested in coming on the show, but, uh, he didn't want to reach out. So I, refuse, I, oh, I, I, I had, uh, I had to make first contact. Yeah, I don't have any balls. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's funny because like he mentioned it like the first time he was on, which is shit like two oh, years wow. ago now. Wow. And I never knew who he was because mm-hmm. i told him i was like yeah just tell him send me a message mm-hmm. and um and last time I, I think when i was on his show uh he mentioned that it was uh you that yeah. wanted to come yeah by. he brought like, it up oh, to me that looking, time so yeah let's let's do it so, yeah awesome yeah a couple years in the making i guess yeah yeah so, yeah wow yeah i've but, been that was probably right after i right after i started doing stand-ups i started in march of 2019 so a little over two years ago yeah yeah i think i think march was when mike came by really so yeah you guys got started right about the same time yeah yeah he had done it a few times before but yeah, yeah we started right around the same time at d's over yeah. at miller so that's that's another place i haven't made it i finally made it out to my first region comedy show is that the saturday show yeah. in uh crown point yeah good time yeah, yeah yeah it was fun yeah um yeah, Mike was hosting a couple guys, well, three guys from Indy. Kay Francis, I yeah. think, did some time. So, yep. Uh, yeah, good times. Uh, we went out to dinner first, and uh, my wife almost stopped me from picking restaurants because uh, the place we went to is called The Bait Shop in Valpo. You didn't like it? No, like she like the look of the place. Oh, it, it, just, it looks it, like a dive. It just says The Bait Shop out front. She's like, you're taking me to a bait shop for dinner. That's hilarious. It's like, just, just wait. Yeah. Like, you know, because uh, I seen um, a buddy of mine post the the menu and the mm. plates. Up yeah, on they Facebook change the menu weekly. I think. Uh, yeah, sometimes more than once a week. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
I've yet to be that go there. Yeah, food is phenomenal. Like it, the place. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's nice. It doesn't look like much when you walk right. in. Right. Yeah. But um, fucking delicious. Like amazing. Like we had uh, mussels for an appetizer. I had a tuna dish. She had a chicken dish, hmm. and you know, like a like a nice fancy presentation right, and all that right. shit. Yeah, uh, it, it seems legit. I tried going there once, but uh, I had my kid with me. And it's 21 and over. Yeah. So um, didn't get the chance. Which the reason we went to dinner there in Valpo was because I thought the show was at the market. Oh, so right there. So we get to the market. Yeah, uh, they were closed, weren't luckily they? Luckily early. Yeah. They, they Apparently it was a wedding. Yeah. They had a, a yeah something going on. So hmm. uh, yeah. So we're outside. Like I went up to the door. It was locked. Like, oh, there's people inside it's like we waited because it was a few minutes before seven and then um about 10 after seven i went and tried again and still locked how'd you figure out you had to go to crown point well i sent mike a message i was like the door that says market lounge right he's like oh no dude like we're at mighty mix tonight he's like oh shit yeah it's a lot of driving took off it's a lot of driving that wasn't bad um but uh yeah, it was good times, man. I, I enjoyed it. I, I was just glad that I was finally able to get out to yeah. the show. Yeah, you got to come check the market out. Yeah. but uh, So we're smoking uh, some Viaje Jalapeno Fat, P-H-A-T, today. So, so what's the jalapeno in this? Uh, Viaje does a pepper series. Like, they got the jalapeno, Ghost, mm-hmm. uh, Scotch Bonnet, Carolina Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just what they decided to run with on that line um but i i love the pepper it's, series it's good so it's real good um are you a cigar smoker regularly or no i have my moments yeah in and out yeah same thing with whiskey i used, i would go through periods of time where i just start collecting yeah and then get away from it life gets in the way and get busy and then get back to it so that's i definitely can't say i collect no no i mean like yeah. i I have, a, I, I have a selection, yeah, but I mean, it, not, none of it's going to sit there for very long. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I had, I, I wanted to bring it, but it didn't last. I had a bottle of Booker's Thirtieth. Oh yeah, yeah. That I planned on saving forever for you know. For, <laughs> people have offered me you know over a thousand dollars for it. I'm like nope, nope. Yeah. And then one night, you know, a few of us ran out of whiskey, and I opened it up. And that's a horrible time to. Yep. Crack open that bottle yep. if you're already, oh, yeah. if you're already no, in yep, deep. Yep, for no reason. Yeah. And yeah, went through like three fourths of it. So yeah. yeah. That'll happen. Yep. So coffee was a part of that. Oh yeah? Uh, yeah. How's he doing? Good. He just had back surgery. Yeah, I know. That's uh Yeah, he told me to tell you what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Um I seen he's getting back out there. Yeah, he was on that South Bend show. Oh, was he? Yep. Oh, right on. Yeah. So Yeah, that was a that was an interesting night. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was it was a fun time. So you're, I guess we'll get into that later about being welcome in one spot in South Bend. <laughs> but, uh, so what, what made, uh, Saturday interesting? The audience there yeah. was so normally when audience members get out of line, you know, and it, they take it too far. Yeah. You, know, you shut them down and move on. And from the host, from his first words on stage, they would not shut up the entire night. And, nope. then, and this is a comedy club. This is, it is a 
comedy production company that is running out of like a banquet hall right now. Okay. I mean, it's got a big stage and everything. It's it's, but it's a real nice setup. It's a comedy yeah. show. You're not yeah, on it was stage at a bar no, where no, you it, expect people to be distracted no, no, and no, yeah, not it wasn't giving a, a shit. Yeah, or an imp- interactive improv, nothing like yeah. that. But they would not shut up. Nobody was able to get any material out. Everybody just abandoned anything they had within a few minutes and just interacted with them the whole night. And for whatever reason, it worked. You know, the other, the other audience members enjoyed it. You know, for whatever reason, they had decent energy and it wasn't negative. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, two of them ended up taking their tops off. One of them had their ass hanging out. (laughs) So yeah, it was first. Yeah. It was the first. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. So was it you coffee? Anybody else? Um, you know, King David. King David Lane. I'm familiar with him. I, I don't know him. Uh, Brandon King. No. Brandon King is a young, young kid, definitely up and comer, and he's he's a name to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah. He's been on Mike's show a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, recently or? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. uh, you know the the run the light media that they do. Yeah. He's is part it, of that. He's the. Is he uh Detroit? Nope. No. 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 That's Bilal. Okay. He's another awesome dude. Uh, Brandon's got the afro. Okay, okay, so now I you guys had the same haircut. I, I got a yeah. A few months I, ago. I got a I got a face to the name now. Yeah. But no, I've yep. never I've never met him. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think I heard that episode, but um, yeah. So that that's got to work out nice having a couple of guys in Detroit, a couple of guys in South Bend, a couple of guys here, a yep. couple of guys there. Yeah, just you know networking. Yeah, just kind of hit yep. up hit up those circles. Yep. And, yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. It, yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I stuck with it. And got to meet a lot of awesome people yeah. along the way. Yep. Well, that's this. I mean, I don't put anything out on a regular basis. I do it when I can. Mm-hmm. and But it's strictly to do shit like this. Yep. Yep. Meet you people, have, have a good yeah. time. Yeah. Smoke so. a stick, have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, not, being a, not being a regular with cigars, are there any that you gravitate towards specifically? I always went to Drew Estate. Yeah. And then as I got older, just even within the last few years, like the acid line became a little too spicy for me. Yeah. Just, I don't know, too nutmeggy, too sweet. Um, I like punches. Um, I was in, I brought a bunch back from Venezuela, Cubans, and my brother brought a bunch back from Cuba a few years ago. So we, those lasted us a while. Yeah. But yeah, now it's just whatever. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't glass top boxes, were they? No, okay. no, no. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, that's I. I like these, uh, but I don't know. I really don't have any uh, permanent go to. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, variety, I, spice of life. Right. Yeah. Mix it up. That's I. I stick to a lot of JSK, Crowned Heads, Viaje, mm. um, Tattoo. You know them? Yeah, Tatuaje. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then. Cubans here and there, mm-hmm. but when, yeah, when you could get them, when you that's usually with coffee. Real, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, when I get them, I I'm pretty confident yeah. that I was. I questioned the ones I got from Venezuela. Yeah, but you don't know. So I mean, they were they weren't bad. Yeah, and like a lot of a lot of people doing fakes, like they're they're hard to tell. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of them are obvious. Uh, like I've talked about it before, but a buddy of mine had a guy from work, give him a couple of Cubans 
Uh, that he got in, uh, I want to say like, I want to say Puerto Rico or maybe, maybe it was Costa Rica. I don't know. Mm. But anyway, uh, came back with a handful of Cohibs. Mm. Um, the, the, the wrapper was too big for the cigar. So oh. it wrapped over the A. So yeah. in, instead of Cohibas, they look like Cohibs. <laughs> and, um, the bands were just horrible to begin with, let alone yeah, being the yeah, wrong size yeah. and everything. But, uh, we, we, cut those open to see what was inside and it was just fucking disgusting really oh yeah like oh it was like man some some twigs and lint <laughs> um made in a little bit of hair someone's basement yeah just mm -hmm. like it basically the just the chopped up tobacco on the floor that they sweep up and right decide to Get throw it in a wrapper oh, yeah yeah that's bad so but um uh so two years roughly uh, doing comedy. Yep. Uh, how did uh, how did the COVID era affect that? Terribly. I quit yeah. my job February first. Leading up to that, I was getting three, mm. four nights a week. I had some money saved. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll quit my job, do this, and just figure it out. And I think the last show I did was March 18th. No. I think it was a Wednesday night. And that was, you know, a month and a half after I quit my job. And I did not, I did Mighty Mix in May after that. And then nothing else till end of summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and even since then, it's, it's been pretty slow. Yeah. You know, even in New York clubs, a lot of bigger clubs weren't open and anything that was open, you know, had to be shut down by 11. So no late shows, no, you know, freestyling up there, getting wild. The, the, the time constraints make no sense to me. Like. <sighs> What does it matter if it's nine o'clock or yeah, it, three o'clock? Yep, yep, that's ridiculous. So, I, um, I don't know if politicians just feel like they need to look like they're doing something or or, or what it is, but yeah. So what'd you do before you quit? Uh, worked at BP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, in water treatment over there as an operator. So it's not like you left McDonald's. No, or no. Yeah, to... I know. Gosh, <laughs> I, I, I still don't know if that was a good idea yeah. or not. But yeah, I was there twelve years. And I was with Sitco in Lawan, Illinois for three or four years before that. So yeah. 16 years in that industry. So, and, uh, and midlife crisis. And here I am. Hey, how old are you? <laughs> uh, 41. 41. Yep. All just right. turned 41 in March. All right. That's 40 in December. Mm. So I just, I just reached the top of the hill, yep. um, uh, on my downward descent. Yep. So, uh, I'm pretty sure I've been on my downward descent for a little bit, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you go back to work anywhere or are you still just strictly nope, comedy? I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just doing this. Yep. I, uh, I made a few investments. I got, uh, a guy in the construction industry I invested with. So I have a little <laughs> bit coming in, not BP money, but yeah, I'm getting by. That's, um, I'm at the mill. Mm. Been there for a little over two and a half years now. Um, you know, before that it was a lot of warehouse mm -hmm. uh that was e, that was emt for a Were you really yeah around here uh prompt okay so um i think my sister's husband worked for them he's a fireman in valpo now yeah yeah um but yeah that's uh that's uh you know finally ended up in the in the region's top spot yeah you yeah, know yeah, uh, at least industry, top man. top industry so you like it I don't mind it. Yeah. I mean, it's good pay, good benefits, yep. all that. What kind of shift you on? Swing. 12s so, or 8s? 8s. 8s. Yeah. yeah. 
BP Ch- was changes every week. Yeah. So scheduling is a fucking nightmare. Yep. And you get a lot of overtime. Uh, a lot more, of more than I want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I don't want much. Yep, like I, I I'm happy with 48 hours a week. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty good at giving my shifts away if I get, if I'm yeah. scheduled too much. Yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. Too, too many people work their lives away. Yeah. I mean, it's there's, uh, I, I was good. Somebody, somebody with 51 years Jesus. just took a bid for another job. Like, you know, in, inside the mill. Right. It's like, you got 51 years. Like, you've probably been in this job for, you know, the, the same job you're at now for at least yeah. 20. And now you you should be retiring, but you're going to change jobs God. after 51 years. Like, that's, yeah, that's crazy. It's time to. Time to go. Yeah. <laughs> time to enjoy your life. It is, man. Like, uh, too many guys die in the mill. Yep. Like, um, you know, whether it be a heart attack or yeah, an, an accident. accident. Yeah. Uh, last year, we had a guy, he, he was there for, I think, 43 years. And he was, I think he was 73. Uh, so maybe it was just over 40 years. Uh, but I, I don't know. But I think he was 73 years old. But everyone that he worked with were his friends. Mm-hmm. And that's like everybody that he had so that's why he kept coming kept, to work yeah but he ended up dying uh you got uh it was an accident what a it was a dick yeah it was an accident yeah it so was it wasn't a, even no medical. It, it was oh, it was a it was a nasty one so jesus um you think his age had anything to do with that uh or his complacency more, just from complacency, being there so long like 100 yeah. percent complacency it would be my guess uh i guess i shouldn't say 100 percent because I wasn't right. there. I didn't right. see it, but I'm sure it played a from part. from everything that everyone's heard. Right. It was just God. the being so comfortable in yeah. the area, yeah. forgetting to look both ways. So, man, I couldn't have made it. Well, yeah, yeah. It's there was a right before I left BP. There was a a kid. I what early twenty twenty one maybe uh, fell off a scaffold like ten feet. You know, just just missed the last rung. It was wet out, and he ended up dying. A kid. I, I think I remember hearing yeah. about that. Yeah, I think it was in October of 19. End of 19. Yeah. Falling. Yeah. Was, you never know, man. Yeah. that's mm. You got to be careful. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah. But, and to find something you enjoy to make everything worth it. You know, you're doing this. Yeah. I'm trying to tell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> See how that goes. So, uh, anything on the horizon as far as, uh, uh, like, any production um, like doing, doing, uh, like a, a, a YouTube special or anything like that. I don't think so. Um, I'm more of a, just tell me where to be and let me do my thing. I don't like having to arrange or organize any, any of that. So until someone tells me, Hey, we want to do this with you. Yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, hit as many clubs as I can. Someone reached out today. He wants me to do a spot in Colorado. Yeah. So I may end up going out there in a couple of weeks just for a show. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I was thinking about. Was like as far as uh, I mean, hell, if you're not working uh, and you're strictly comedy, then yep. you're pretty much open yep. to. I have the time. Yeah, you're so. open to. Uh, hey, uh, come out to this part yep. of the country. Come yep. out to that part. Yeah, of the country. I, re- I need to reach out to people more. I get, yeah, I don't do any of that. I just kind of sit back and wait for things to happen, which they're not going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of well, that. Well, that's so. I'm, I'm 100 horrible at like self promotion. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't even send you a message, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I, I, so I, I just, I just started a 
TikTok today. Did you really? Yeah. Huh. Um, finally succumbed to the world of TikTok. Do you have so, you posted anything? Uh, one that hasn't been released yet. I guess huh. I guess they're still reviewing it. To, really? That's how that works? I guess. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I'm old, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you, yeah know. you and me both. So I made an account. I've never did anything with it. And it's kind of hard with jokes because, you know, if you go from club to club and say the same jokes, that's fine. Yeah. But once you put it online, you know, those people who end up liking you are going to go to that show. And if you don't have anything new, so yeah. it, it, that that's tough. But so. I, I put a few jokes out there. I got a few on a YouTube channel. Yeah. So. No, that's, uh, yeah, as far as social media goes and all that shit, like I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I have a Discord that I didn't even put together myself. Like, I don't even know what that is. Isn't that where you just talk to other people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like texts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could do like voice chat. Right. Like that, right. But, so are um, you going to use that to reach out to, you know, get people from further away to interview them or well that's i I don't think anybody i don't think anybody's going to find me through discord right it it would be more of if you want to bullshit and shit yeah then through this right find the just another social platform yeah that's me plugging my discord i guess i think i did a radio show through disc with keegan yeah you know keegan right he's been on here what moron bros yeah it wasn't the more it was one of their show maybe it was moron bros i don't know the punk their punk radio yeah is that, I think that's a different uh, from that. Well, the Moron the real, Bros is on... On Real Punk Radio? On Real maybe Punk Radio, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. So, um, but yeah, I didn't even make the Discord server. My buddy Curtis from the Bearded Idiots mm-hmm. made it for me. He's huh. like, ah, here you go. And wow. it's like, oh, all right, that, cool. Yeah, that's that's what I need. So, <laughs> people, please make me things. Yeah, and like mo- most of the people in there uh, are in the Bearded Idiots Discord, so it's all... You're right. You know, but same, I, I, try, I try to keep mine with, you know... More cigar related than is there? Are there older else. people our age? Yeah, is there a decent amount of people in Discord our age? Or are they all idiots? O- overall, like, I don't know. Everybody that I know in Discord is. is... <laughs> I would imagine it'd be a younger, <laughs> yeah, younger crowd. Uh, I guess it was. I guess it was made for gaming, right? Shit like that, that. I guess people our age are gamers. Yeah. So, so. Never got into that. I'd like to. It's fun, yeah. but I was never. I was never really a gamer, uh, with the exception of. World of Warcraft, which that's about as oh, really? gamer as it gets, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. as far as as far as any like video game consoles, like, yeah. I've I've always been an observer. Right, I, I like watching people play, but huh. I can't I can't play yeah, for I, shit on most games. So. I haven't played consistency consistently since RBI Baseball and Tecmo Bowl. Which is that what that is? Uh, that's TKO Boxing on one side and RBI Baseball on the other. Does that work? Yeah. Oh my god! You just made my. I'm gonna start showing up here in the middle of the yeah. night, drunk, That's I, playing RBI baseball. So I, I, in my garage, I have a. Uh, it's called a red tent system. It's about waist high, a screen on both sides, and it's uh, just two joysticks with the oh. A and B buttons each. Uh, so you can't. Can you play two players from one side to the other, or is it just no, solely no, game and game? Yeah, it's yeah. baseball on one side. You could play two players. Two players though from the same. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, which makes it kind of cramped. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know, it's 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 not exactly a wide machine. So be better for children. Yeah, but um, last time I played RBI. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that game. No, when it was in a storage unit, like whenever we'd have to go out to the storage unit, we'd plug it in and Just get it get a few oh, get a few awesome. rounds in. Where'd and, you get it? Uh, my grandpa used to own a uh, an amusement company. When he moved to Florida, my dad took over. Okay. And then. 
uh, slowly it just kind of fizzled out. Of out of the region? Or out yeah. Of this, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was called State Line Amusement. Hmm. So it was, you know, the, yeah. the Indiana-Illinois border. Right. He had, he had a few bars in uh, like Lansing and Cal City. That's mob shit, ain't it? Uh, well, so apparently that's why they got out of it because, oh. you know, they, they told my grandpa, all right, you could keep what you've got, but you can't expand. Mm. So as those existing places closed down, they ran out of business. His, his business closed down oh. as well. Um, dirty Italians. I, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I that's, grew up with a family yeah. that had an amusement company. Mm -hmm. And there were rumors. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. So, got that. I had a uh, shuffleboard bowling machine. Yeah. The one you put the sand on or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you'd slide the puck down and yeah. the pins would go up. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would have loved to restore that, but I just, I know I wouldn't have the time yeah. and or knowledge That's, or yeah, I'm anything to do it. So, I ended up having to get rid of that. I got the jukebox buried over there. Hmm. Uh, that's so cool. Place 45s. No shit. Got a CD jukebox at a buddy's house. Had a couple of uh, stand-up arcade mm -hmm. cabinets. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, buddy that just started making those. A couple yeah. buddies, I think. Yeah, but, that's uh, a thing for people our age, I guess. Yeah, but that's uh, actually the, the two cabinets that I had that were still salvageable. Mm -hmm. uh, went to a couple buddies of mine so they could figure, like, you know, my one buddy put, you know, like the, uh, what do they call it? I don't know. It's got like every just something with a bunch of shit on. Yeah, a bunch every of games every, on, every game yeah, that you can think of. Thing. Yeah, yeah um, so that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, that's uh, the guy that bought the bowling machine. Mm -hmm. As soon as I popped open the storage unit and he's seen that, he's like, "How much you want for it?" If you ever get rid of that, I I told him I said it's not for to. sale. Yeah. If you ever need the space or intend to get rid of it, let me know. No, but he he asked, he's like, "Well, there." You know, we'll talk about that after we're done with with putting this together. You know, yeah. put, loading it up. It's like, all right, whatever. Because when my son first seen that, mm -hmm. he fell in love with it. So I can't get rid of it. How old is he? Uh, he's five and a half. Five and a half. It's a good age. So uh, not that I would want to get rid of it, but uh, before the guy left, he's like, "Look, I'll give you seven hundred cash right mm -hmm. now." Like, can't do it, man. Especially if it works, man. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Original monitors and yeah yeah that is that's awesome yeah that's that's something that um because we had that in my brother's house mm -hmm. um and that was you know a lot of parties happened there yeah. but that that was oh, always on always active yeah i'm sure somebody always playing boxing somebody always playing baseball i don't know if i remember that boxing game yeah it's uh it's pretty crude uh -huh. you know it, it, it's, it's early, about as basic mid -80s, as it gets right yeah yeah uh i want to say 83 84 wow i think rbi was 85 or 86 yeah so i, I might be yeah. a little early but uh yeah man a lot of a lot of good times that that machine has seen more booze than a lot of current day <laughs> teenagers yeah. uh cleaning that thing up was a fucking bitch really oh yeah like just at, after after years Sitting, of being partied on, yeah, bar, yeah, um, whatever, you know, just brothers o opening it up, you know, getting all the shit out of the cracks. Yeah, and, you know, man. Yeah, uh, everything inside is clean. It's just all the crevices old. on the outside, right, right, that uh, contain the cure for cancer and all that. So, <laughs> wow.
yeah, so that and the two jukeboxes are all that remain. That's all from, that's left. Yeah. How long ago did they shut that down? Oh, forever. Been a while? Yeah. yeah. Um, see, I'm 40, so I I think it, it's probably been at least 25 years. Damn. So. Yeah. Um, my dad still got a uh, a stand-up dime machine. It's a baseball game where mm-hmm. you put your dime in, the ball comes out. It's almost like a stand-up pinball. Right. Where you, you pull the lever down and it pops the ball up, and whichever slot the ball lands in is, mm-hmm. you know, home run, right, grand right. slam, single, yeah. double. Um, I love that machine. Wow. That's, um, that thing's probably worth a lot. They still have that. You know what I <laughs> yeah. always wanted to get? You remember the old hockey one, the hockey domes? Mm-hmm. That's what I always wanted to get. Did, I think they... They're expensive. I can't I, remember. I I think they had one at Twin Cade before they shut down, but... Is, it, is that in Griffith? Yeah. They not, shut down? Well, not anymore. Yeah, they they were victim, How long ago? victim of COVID. No shit. Uh, it's, been, it's been a few months now. I always wanted to check that place yeah. out. Huh. So, but yeah, another another loss. Remember, like so. when I was a little kid, my dad would play softball. I mean, that, that was his thing. He'd five nights a week, and I'd follow him around, and they'd go to bars afterwards, and I'd always end up back when they used to allow kids in yeah. bars in fucking good old days. But uh, yeah, I always wanted one of them, man. I've looked them up on eBay. The good ones aren't cheap. Yeah, I mean, you, you could you could find <laughs> they still make cheap, them. You could find cheap yeah. tabletop right versions, right? But... Yeah, you can get the real deal. Yeah, you do it. Exactly. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, me and a buddy of mine were we were planning on redoing the jukebox to get that all nice and clean mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. in, in working order again because it it'll play kind of, but all <laughs> the all the moving components and yeah, everything. it's it probably uh, wouldn't be too expensive to fix either. Uh, again, it's no how and time consuming. Yeah, it it comes back down to time. Yeah. Um, he's an HVAC. And I'm at the mill, mm-hmm. so like getting schedules to line up, yeah, and and then trying to pick up where we left off, right? To, to figure anything out is, is yeah, kind of brutal. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, but I had a baseball coach that would he had a house full of the old phonographs. Yeah, yeah, like hundreds of them. Like the uh, like with a big horn. Yeah, yeah, and, and that was his thing. Like obs- like hoarder, obsessive. But he'd, he'd buy, you know, he'd find old ones that were completely destroyed and redo them all. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty neat. No, it's, I was in a couple of Facebook groups for the Rockola jukeboxes. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just can't find the time to, to get it done. And that plays old records? Yeah. Wow. How 40, old is that? 45s. Uh, no idea. Uh, I, th- I want to say it's a mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe early 80s. But uh, we had two... But the other one that we had, um, the bottom of it started rotting out. And if I would have known I was going to try to fix this one up someday, you could have I would have yeah, kept it for parts because yeah. uh, they're both Rockolas. Huh. But, um, but yeah, one, one of these days I'll get to that. But I got a I got a box about this big full of forty fives. Do you really? Yeah. Huh. Plus the plus that's still full of forty fives. Yeah, I got old record so, player at home. Um. That's I gotta get I gotta get a new one because my my son, I kind of got him into records, mm-hmm. so that's becoming one of our weekly trips. Go to S and J and where's that? 
Uh, on Broad Street yeah. in Griffith. Record um, shop? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, he was in Highland uh, before this, and then uh, Hammond or Munster before that. But, yeah, he, he's been around for 30 years. There used to be a record. I used to live in Chicago, a record store right Hagwish, around the block. Hagwish uh, Records? No, or? no. This was, I do remember Hagwish Records, yeah. though. Uh, Reckless Records, I believe it was called. Right? It's actually right across from the Laugh Factory. Um, on Broadway, I believe. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's the frequent that. I have a decent record collection. Uh, that's, I don't have a collection yet, um, but it is fun taking him. Like, oh, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, try. You know, he'll hear something on the radio and like that. I want to get this record. That's it's awesome. Like, well, no fun finding shit to relate to with a five-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's absolutely greatest. Uh, you know, he doesn't listen to me for shit. Uh, most of the time, but <laughs> like, all right, you want to go to the record store? Yeah. Oh, that's so. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's that's fun. Uh, if he would start listening to me with, you know, most others, yeah, shit, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah. But it's only gonna get worse. Don't worry. Yeah. He he listens to his coaches and everybody else just fine. Yeah, that's. But, I think that's the thing. We're too yeah. close, you know. Mm-hmm. No, you any kids or no? Yeah, yeah. He'll be nine Wednesday. Yeah. Is it tomorrow? It'll be nine tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah. It's a lot uh, of fun. Did you grow up in Chicago or? I grew up. You know where Dalton is. Yeah. I grew up in Dalton. Moved out to St. John during my freshman year. Went to Bishop Noel my freshman year, then Lake Central. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So you're forty-one. Ninety-eight. Yeah. So I think my my cousin would have been well, both my cousins would have been right around, like maybe a year before and a year after you. Scott is that one of them? I know that name. I think I played. Is he from Dyer? Uh, he's in St. John. St. John. I yeah. think I played baseball with him. Yeah, for the same coach that did the uh, phonographs. Yeah. Yes. So, I believe so. Everybody knows a Stessel. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like a lot of us joke about that, but. Yeah. You guys are an embedded part of the region? I, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. Uh, but yeah, Scott and Sarah, they're my cousins. Okay. Yeah, so. I know I know, I know, know the name Scott for sure. And yeah. I'm 99% positive we played Babe Ruth baseball together. Yeah. Senior Babe Ruth or whatever it is. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's me and Scott. We're on the same team in Little League. Uh, I think, yeah, we played for the A's. Huh. For Edison Little League. Did you grow up in Griffith? No, no. I grew up in Hammond. Hammond? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was uh, fucking forever ago. Yeah. And, huh. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, born, raised, lived most of my life mm. in Hammond. And then I uh, uh, had a pretty, pretty interesting few years uh, moving around the country for nice. short periods of time uh randomly i wish i would have done that i'm glad i did yeah uh experience anywhere cool uh so the the one that most of my friends would probably remember uh the most random anyway was me and my friend alan just basically up and left to go live in ocean city maryland really yeah wow uh we we were planning on moving to boston because mm-hmm. our buddy mclean uh, his dad had a fishing boat 
and uh, you know out of Boston, and one day we're sitting on my buddy's porch, and it happened to be payday for me. It was mm-hmm. a Thursday, and um, it's like, hey, you uh, you want to move to Boston? It's like, Fuck. all right, when? Hmm. It's like today? No shit. It's like it is payday. I got gas money. Wow. <laughs> so, so you guys just up and left that day? Uh, almost. That that was the plan. Um, we had girlfriends at the time, and so had to get rid of them first. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that was Thursday. What we ended up doing was like, all right, we'll stay till Sunday, and then we'll hit the road. So like, you know, we stayed. We watched The Simpsons with their girlfriends and a couple friends, and um, then we took off and ended and up in Ocean City, Ocean City, Maryland. Um, but so going back to the Boston mix-up. Uh, like the day before we left, we found out that McLean was going down to Ocean City. The boat was going down there to fish for uh, monkfish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like, all right, well, I guess we're going to Ocean City. So, wow. So we get out there, and, you know, our buddy and his dad and uh, another friend of ours, they were staying at this condo on the uh, on the bay side of the island. And, you know, so we, we get to Ocean City. We pull up. There's a nice boardwalk. Um, so we parked the car and which it was a mid eighties Camaro <laughs> with T-tops. like a, like a 30 or 30, 32, 36 inch, like tube TV and oh, in the back, back and like a couple bags of clothes. And that's pretty much all we wow. took. That's awesome, man. Um, listen to a lot of, a lot of ICP <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, less than Jake. I'll let that one slide. It, yeah. Both of them slide. Yeah. Um, yeah. Less than Jake, uh, Borders and Boundaries album. Like it was the, it was the soundtrack for, for, for that trip. trip. Yeah. Um, um, but like we, we pull up to Ocean City and we park. And as soon as we get out of the car, we got some guy offering a Spider-Man acid. Ooh. It's like, uh, th- thanks, but no thanks. Oh. Dude. Like maybe, maybe, maybe later, you know. Uh, let us let us get settled in a little bit first. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Instead of grabbing something random from yeah, dude in yeah. the parking lot. I don't make uh, good decisions. I would have been all over that. <laughs> I'll take it all. But uh, you know, they were they were still out on the boat when we got there. And when I got in, we met up with McLean. We hang out on the boardwalk and hit you know all these different spots. Uh, and um, that night, uh, we get in not late, but late for fishermen. Right. Um, and you know, me and me and Alan pass out in the living room. Well, we get woken up at like fucking three thirty in the morning. Time to go to work. No, oh. to McLean's dad kicking us out. He really? thought, he thought that we were just a couple of random Transients. guys. Yeah. A couple of random <laughs> guys that out. McLean had stay overnight or something. Um, Oh, wow. But, uh, so it's like, all right. So we went and, slept in the car till daybreak wow, Jesus. but um like that afternoon or the next day we both had two different jobs at two different places right, right. like we both had two jobs at two different places you know same places um and it's like all right you know whatever um but uh then what was it after after a week like the the girlfriends made us feel all all bad yeah, and you know this and that do. so we ended up hitting the road back here to indiana Ugh. so 
Um, Where are those girlfriends now? Oh, nowhere. You know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't concern myself with yeah. the past. Yeah. So. But uh, I ended up going back out. Uh, was it the next year? It was either the next year or the year after. Um, I ended up staying a little longer. Uh, got a job at uh, Phillips, like Phillips Crab Shack, I, hmm. I think is what it was called. Um, but... I ended up not having um, what I I didn't have my birth certificate, so I had my license, my social security card, but I needed another form of ID. Yeah. Um, so after money ran out, I came back home. I would, dude. If anyone ever asked for my birth certificate, I, nope, I don't know. And then I, no. I, well, this isn't going to happen because yeah. I'm not going to be able to find it <laughs> or have the mental capacity to go somewhere to get it. Yeah. So. Uh, one time I, uh, I was working at Menards and a buddy of mine moved out to Arizona, Phoenix, oh, uh, I love Phoenix. Mesa, that, that whole area. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't have a car or a driver's license at that time. And I booked a trip to go visit my buddy out in Arizona mm-hmm for a week and like three days before my trip uh i ended up not getting a ride to work and getting fired huh uh because it was you know i i pointed out essentially right right. um so it's like well all right i guess i'll go have fun in arizona and come back and find another job yeah you know well i ended up staying out there for six months no shit yeah i'm jealous i love it out there oh it, it was great I've driven out there quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long drive. It is. Uh, we drove, my buddy moved out to Tucson. That's even further. Yeah. So we drove to Phoenix, met up with another friend. And then hit. And then that night we went out to Vegas yeah. for the night. Hmm. And uh, we're all broke come morning <laughs> and hungover, broke, Vegas everything, you know, in, in the worst way. Um and we try to leave. We, we were staying at the Golden Nugget for the night. Mm. We try to leave while the Grand Prix race was that weekend, and our parking garage was inside the track. Oh. So checkout yeah, time right. was 11, and we couldn't get to our car yep. or couldn't get the car out until like 3, 4 o'clock. Oh. So it's like we're, you know, we ended up scrounging up like we, we barely had enough for the four of us to go to the buffet. Huh. So like we sat at the buffet for that like was an back hour then and a half. Shit was cheap out yeah. there. But. Yeah, uh, sat there for like an hour and a half, just burning time, yeah, you know, until we were able to fucking get the hell out of there. But wouldn't change it. Yeah, you know, those are yeah. I uh, I was driving back from Phoenix. I was determined to make it in less than twenty four hours. Drive straight through, had coffee, uh, mini thins. I mean, I was I was ready to go. Stop in New Mexico and some mountain truck stop real shady i i'm like all right i'm not gonna leave my i don't want to turn my car off but i don't want to leave it running with the doors unlocked and i'm a fucking idiot (laughs) so i took the key fob off and locked the doors well when the car's running it deactivates it so i had to (laughs) figure out a way to break into my running car it took me like an hour nice so that killed time and then when i got to i want to say amarillo texas you're supposed to whatever the road splits you're supposed to go northeast and I stayed straight east and ended up like four hours out of the way in uh, Henrietta, Oklahoma, oh, home nice. of Troy Aikman. <laughs> and uh, on some reservation, 
hotel. That was even scarier. I'm like fuck it, I'm just I'm sleeping. I still yeah. made it home in like 28 hours. Yeah, but or 28 hours of drive time. But yeah, oh I'm we fucking idiot. When we did that drive, we had, it was a perfect setup. My buddy had I don't know late 90s like Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Um, there was three of us, and everything in the trunk we moved to one side, and we laid the back seat down. So you could take a little nap. So in there. we had That's smart driver, shotgun. And sleeper laying in back. and then we would just rotate so we we did 100 percent straight through wow. to to phoenix um i don't remember what what our time was mm-hmm. um i'd just be pulling a number out of my ass if i guessed i rode but, to panama city in the bed of a pickup truck oh yeah <laughs> in the middle of march from indy and Jesus. lost my will to live as soon as we <laughs> hit kentucky like, cover no cover no cover jesus me and some other dude and everybody's luggage how, how can break. you still hear? Dude, it was it was miserable. I remember just laying there, my head ran, <laughs> worst headache ever, just praying to die. <laughs> like fuck this, yeah, I'm man, done. That's, that's a long drive. Yep. To be in the back of a fucking yep. pickup truck. Yeah, Ford Ranger, little oh, Ford Ranger. So it wasn't even like an extended no, bed no, or, was, or anything. No. <laughs> but then I had experience. So coming home, we found a different pickup truck to ride in, and there were three of us. So two in front, one in the back, and I made sure I stayed in the back while it was sunny out. But then I ended up with, like, fucking blisters from the sunburn. It's like hitchhiking or? College. Yeah. 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 So we went. I was going to Franklin College, which is just south of Indy. And uh, last minute decision. Just hitched a ride with a bunch of guys going. And then coming back, we ran into people we went to high school with. So we stayed an extra day with them and then rode back (laughs) same way. And shit like that, you just, you know, no, no matter how how horrible of an experience like shit like that you just don't change you like you wouldn't change exactly. the world exactly you know? yep the it, story makes it worth it exactly especially so. praying to die <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was it was miserable yeah it was like 50 degrees when we left and then as soon as it got dark and then the wind blowing it yeah it was, it was so bad that's uh i don't know i don't know much about them but uh when i when i was living with my parents in uh joplin missouri my little brother had a friend who was a hitchhiker, like just cross that country. Was his thing. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Um, I met him like he he happened to come through town mm-hmm. one weekend while I was there, and um, yeah, dude went, you know, clear across clear across the country, clear north Damn. and south. Like, and it's like, man, that's that's pretty fucking. Interesting. The value that you get yeah. as a human from doing yeah. that, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just. You know, again, like stories. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Write a book about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, enough people will find it inter- interesting to buy it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, pay for itself at least. So, all right. So, uh, Northwest Indiana, for the most part, with the exception of ninety-nine percent of South Bend. Yeah. So, um, how'd you how'd you end up with just having one place to go to in South Bend? running my running my mouth i yeah. don't know yeah you know my so there's the drop comedy club that's the main comedy club in south bend shout out to them you know they wish nothing but the best my first time there was june 25th of 2019 so i'm six months into it or whatever not even two three months into it and uh I just got a real bad vibe. Like they didn't like me. Like some of the audience members and other comedians did, but the 
establishment itself felt a little too woke for me and i got that energy from them but i kept coming back and tried being nice i don't i my content really doesn't match my personality but whatever <laughs> and uh so i went there maybe once a month for like a year and then during the lockdown i saw someone getting picked on from a post that they made and i like this kid he's a 19 year old kid everybody you know he's got big heart very likable kid and this dude's laying into him so i'm like fuck this and I, I just wanted to nuke the situation and i said what i said and it turned out being to be the owner of the, one of the owners of the comedy club who i'd never met and he banned me so uh and then it was kind of weird like he banned me in a comment so it almost felt like and then from talking to some of the people i knew that worked there, like oh you could probably come back and then Mike Banks actually posted something where the same guy commented something shitty on. <laughs> and then I was like, well, if I wasn't banned before, I definitely will be now. And then I laid into him again. And, and someone commented, if there was ever, the other owner commented, if there was ever a doubt of you being welcome back, you're definitely not now. <laughs> I did my job. Uh, you know, uh, I guess... What kind of career do you have in comedy if you're not exactly banned exactly. from at least you know, one place? It's like the all publicity is good. So yeah, I'll, I'll take it. It's just one. <laughs> when there's more comedy clubs in this country that I'm banned from than welcome at, then maybe I'll reevaluate yeah. my way of doing things. So, uh, I, like my brother was over last night. Mm. He he brought up. He's like, yeah, you should ask him. Uh, you know, if there's any any like thought process in the in the region here about like a mass exodus down to Austin with all the craze that's going on down there. Uh, people talk about it. Um, I, I think a, a lot of the people, especially that I'm associated with through this definitely intend to do that at some point somewhere. Yeah. Austin. I mean, it's, it seems to be the place to go right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's New York. What I, what I saw in New York was amazing. Even with it half shut down, um, but it's probably going to become that, Yeah, you know, you, you New York's going to tail off LA's obviously people are already leaving and Austin's the place to go. Yeah. So that's, I told cause, uh, I know Mike was talking about it before about how he's thinking about moving down there, but mm -hmm. he decided he's going to stick around here for I a while just, and hit, a, hit up Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's once they open back up fully and it's, it's, it's getting there. Yeah. It's going to offer a lot more opportunities. Like how, how enticing is it knowing that like basically Austin is going to be the new LA comedy scene? Well, everybody thinks, feels that. Yeah. Everybody knows that. So there's a lot of people, a couple of buddies from Detroit are moving there at the end of summer or middle yeah. of summer. So I think there's going to be a, a, a mass exodus. You know, a lot of people ending up there just from all over the country. Yeah. And once those people who go there, who don't aren't going to make it once that fizzles out then there'll be more room I, I think if you go there with everybody going there you're it's far get, more likely it's to get lost get in the shuffle super saturated exactly. super fast and, and with us here you know we're 45 minutes from chicago you know yeah. hour 15 with traffic or you know to the further places and i mean we have a lot of opportunity here to grow and to do you know bigger venues and at least make a name for ourselves locally in the Chicago scene.
especially if there is that vacuum right. left behind yep. of everybody yep. leaving. Yep. And but I, that's, I think it's a good opportunity to stick around and grow at least for a few years. Yeah. But that's, I, I, I'm sure it's kind of a, a, a trickle right now, but as soon as, yep. uh, you know, like Rogan gets everything going, then, I mean, that, that would be the smart thing to do anyways, wait until everything's right. going. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, well, I, mean, I guess, I guess you could go either way, get there before, but it, and establish yourself. But or, if you don't, if you don't make a name for your, I mean, it's going to happen quick. I think. Yeah. I mean, by the end of the summer, they're probably going to have, you know, double the amount of people trying to do comedy out yeah. there. So if you don't make a name for yourself right away, and it takes time when you're, you know, new, even like when I go into South Bend, it took, it took me a while to for people to get comfortable with me or you know, trust me on stage. I guess you could say. So it'd be the same thing down there, but with twice as many people to choose from so how does that mentality work uh with uh all right so i see that in like a regular club that you that you frequent mm -hmm. like south bend or right. or d's or Market. anything but uh i mean you you can't have that mentality when you're going to different clubs different spots around the the, the country can you no no in chicago you can because you end up yeah, you know, the market brings a lot of people. Yeah, Dee's has brought a lot of people. South Bend's a little further out, but you know, there's well, some. Well, I'm, I'm saying, uh, so yeah, uh, from region to region, you know, yeah, you you're generally going to have the same type of crowd, right? In Northwest Indiana, somewhat I, no, Chicago, no. So there's different. It's crazy, and I, I learned this in Detroit. So I did two different rooms relatively close to each other multiple times. The one room always enjoyed me. The other room always hated me. Like, <laughs> like, absolutely, we want to fight you afterwards. You should die. You're not welcome back. And I just kept going back just to try to get, try to get them to like me. You know, mix it up at this time. They were so woke. So a lot of times it's just the establishment. You know, I mean, I'm you, guessing your your Indian burn reference didn't go over too well no, with the uh, no. with the wokeness. No, and it, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just silly. I'm not <laughs> trying to make anybody angry. Yeah, no, that's uh, like that that bit. I, I enjoyed that bit. Mm. Um, I could see how the how the woke culture can yeah. get mad. Yeah, and it only gets worse. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, and that's. You know, one of the smallest crowds that you could possibly offend. Yeah, yeah right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone wants to. Everyone, everyone wants to be offended for. Yep, yep. Everybody for someone else. Not. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, do me a favor. Yes. Can you grab that Woodford Reserve bottle, please? The, uh, the race. Yeah. I used to collect these. What uh, number is that? You know, I thought it's it's uh, nineteen I believe, or twenty. Okay. Yeah, I think I got it last. Yeah, it's not it's not this year's. Uh, you could finish off the Weller if you want. Sure. Uh, unless you want to do this up but up. yeah that's that one out. so um so do you do, do you get much backlash Typically, or no? no you know what uh i have a joke so the last time i was at the, the night of that the video with the indian burn before that show started a guy came up to me He's like, hey, you performing tonight? I said, yeah. I need you to do me a favor. I'll pay you 20 bucks. And I was expecting him to, like, fuck with, hey, fuck with this dude I brought. Or whatever. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever you want, man. What do you need? He's like, well, last time we were here, 
did a joke about Down syndrome and really offended my wife. He's like, I, I understand it was just a joke, but you know, women, and I, I pay you 20 bucks, not saying keep your money. I'm not going to say it. So there's yeah. people that get offended. That's not what we're trying to do. You know, yeah. I mean, it, all the jokes, most people, at least that are doing this regularly are, are born from somewhere trying to entertain somebody, yeah. but not. Yeah. So there's, there's people I have, my dad was a cop. So I have a decent amount of cop jokes and in, in Dalton or yeah. 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 He was in Dalton forever. And then he was uh, in charge of investigations for the Cook County state's attorney's office for another 10, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh being a cop in Dalton. Couldn't have been. No, fun. no. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. It was definitely rough, but, uh, so I have cop jokes Yeah, and they never like them. No, no. That's, I, I could say something incredibly racist, you know, in a comedic way and they'll laugh at it but when it's something that you know hits close to home yeah they're gonna be offended oh that's uh i was just listening to something and i guess uh like turner classic movie mm -hmm. uh, the that that channel i guess they're starting a new show mm -hmm. where like they you know they play classic movies right you know that, that's what the channel is all about well i guess now they're going to start explaining how these movies are wrong jesus and it's like all right come on like i guess they're focusing on like the 20s to 60s you know what's fucked up about all that you can make a movie like i don't know hostile or mm. some other fucking horror movie that's not supernatural monsters yeah nobody fucking bats an eye at it yep and yeah that it's gonna kill entertainment oh yeah it's, well at least for a little uh, bit. Unless, unless there's a rebound. The pendulum will eventually swing the other yeah. way, as with anything. But yeah, during our time, you know, we're going to have... We're just in the beginning of all this shit. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse. Well, that's... I, I don't know. It seems like... It seems like enough people are... Or at least it seems like it's trending to be to where we'll get to enough people not being so... Anti that. Yeah. But those are the people that aren't loud. Exactly. Those are the people who just sit back and enjoy well, it and have a good time. And the unfortunate thing is that that's the majority. Yeah, right. You right. know, the majority the, needs to speak up. Yeah. Oh. Um, you know what? Also, money talks. And those yeah. are the people that go out and spend money. So. Uh, is it, though? For the most part. I mean. Uh, wait, are you are you saying the. The people, the, the majority. Okay. The, the people that. The majority it, who are laughing. Yes. They're the ones that go out and spend money. They're the ones going money. out and have a good yeah. time. The ones that are offended and canceling everybody, they're yeah, the ones sitting at home behind a watching, keyboard, yeah, watching TikTok and YouTube, yeah. and, you know. Which some of them might go out with the intent to get offended, no, yeah. but they're the minority in Thanks, the out in public. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Come across quite a few of those too. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. So New York, mm -hmm. um, you were out there two, three days. Yeah. Yeah. So how many different spots did you hit? We had three different stages. Um, a place called the Producers Club. There were two different stages in the same building. We did those. First one was a little rough. There weren't a lot of people there, mostly comics, and they were worried about their own shit. Second one was a lot better. And then the third one was Comic Strip Live, which is a well-known comedy club. That went really well. And then uh, Mike had a show there, Banks. That went even better. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah, so I didn't get a chance to talk to him about New York when yeah, uh, yeah. when I seen him on Saturday. It was rough, man. Uh, as with well, there were six of us, so as with traveling with a group, every you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. We drove in the middle of the night 
know, we got there at like eight, nine in the morning. Mike had three people in his car, so four or four with him. They drove into New Jersey and trained into the city. Me and another buddy drove into the city. Uh, you know, met at the hotel and Mike went to bed right away, but he was up by like ten or eleven. We walked around for a little bit, slept half the day away. I mean it was we were tight on time and then you know, very little sleep. We we had fun. First night was fucking awesome. We yeah. ended up playing football in the middle of the street. Yeah, right right down the street from Times Square. Uh I think we ended up at a strip club, which was the only they were open till midnight. It was the only place open after That's that's great. I yeah. man, curfews just blow my mind. Yeah. Like I, I don't care what side of the fence you are with, with COVID. Yeah. Unpoliticized, what, it makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it comes to time constraints and curfews. I can't what, stand what on a sense? stage and tell jokes after 11 p.m. No. But she could stand on a stage and, you know, rub her tits in your face for an extra hour. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Even, but I mean, still, like, what, what does the clock matter? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not like, you know, everyone's going to breathe more yeah, yeah, after 11 right. o'clock. You know, I think it's definitely not logical, but I could part of their reasoning be, well, the later you are, the later you're out, the drunker you're getting, the drunker you are, the more lax you are with yeah. this whole social distancing. And uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that can be taken into consideration. If, but, you know, those people that are out drunk that late, you know, slobbering on people and get, they don't give a fuck. Exactly. You know, and those are people that are going to, act like idiots during the, uh, you know, I acted like an idiot through this whole thing. So, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm not going to do anything different during the day than I would, you know, at two in yeah. the morning. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I'll be less drunk. People so. that work swing shift. I mean, yeah. my, yep. my, my 7am is five o'clock PM to, to me sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, yeah. So it, it's okay for me to yeah be at work with people interacting yeah. after hours, but, but yeah. I don't know. Ho hopefully, hopefully it'll all be over soon. But it's essential employees, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Comedy's not essential. Depends on who you talk to. That's true. That's. I mean, people need to, especially during this shit. People need to laugh. People need to learn to let themselves laugh yeah. and not be so fucking uptight about everything. So. Yeah. I'm amazed at how many younger people I see. I don't know what the word being overly concerned about this. Yeah. Uh, you know pushing social and all the all the commercials and advertisements on this whole thing i had i had covid in december i think and it was fine no maybe i slept for a week it was awesome <laughs> but i also know there, we, i had a comedian friend that ended up passing away she i think she was she's probably close to 50 no she had some underlying conditions but she just, just in march or no. end of february so i mean it's real but oh yeah like i i don't i don't doubt any of it really i mean i i do doubt the way that it's portrayed politically mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah i had a basketball coach i have a basketball coach that i have a joke about who ended up dying from it yeah which is kind of weird so how so all right so how does something like that work uh where you have a joke about somebody personal like that a different then, coach yeah <laughs> I, I can't give that joke just, up. yeah just, just change <laughs> yeah you know, the, the the names and places yep, yep. have been changed to yep. protect to yeah. protect the innocent exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, how do how do you go about just up and taking off to New York? Like, how much planning was there before? As I said, I'm the show up. Tell me where yeah. to be. I wasn't even sure I was going until yeah, dude showed up in my house and started loading up, you know, the truck. 
Uh, yeah, because that's we we were gonna record. Yeah, yeah. And yep. oh, I'm heading yeah, to New York. I, New York. Fuck yeah. it, man. Have so I, I, I didn't believe I was gonna go until, like I said, yeah. that morning. Uh, I did nothing. I had a dude who rode with me set up the hotel. Yeah. Um, one of the other guys found all the stages. Mike Mike did a lot of the work. Yeah. Yeah. Mike and Steven Saylor. I don't know if you had it. Know who that is. No, I'm not. I'm not. No. Familiar. He uh, he found all the stages for us. Mike, you know, had the show out there and found the hotel room. So we kind of all just tagged along. So was it any? Were, were there any open mics or was it all? Yeah, scheduled? yeah, yeah, yeah. Two open mics, I think, and then the show. Yeah. Or three, maybe. Yeah. So now the the open mics, um, what was that five minutes? Mm-hmm. So uh that that definitely takes some fucking dedication to to drive, drive what 14 hours yeah yep uh just to, to to get a couple of five yep, minutes yep things you've already said somewhere else but yeah we made some connections out there i uh i came across a guy who manages lol on Times square or Times square comedy club i don't even know what it's called but uh <laughs> he wants me to put a show there on uh, once they're open to full capacity. So he, he's guessing around September. So I kept in contact with him. Um, and we, you know, we met a few people, made some other connections. So uh, I'm sure we're, you know, if we do that show in September, we could reach out to some of the other people who met, Hey, we're, we're back. Yeah. And, and they'd throw us on something. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, definitely, definitely a lifestyle that I could have gotten into a decade ago. Come try it. You know? Oh, no, I, that's I, I've joked about it before. Like I, as much as I would love to go get on stage, like I, I won't because I love my family. That's you know. And how funny you mentioned that. It's you know I I hear about how addictive it is. That's and that'll yeah. You know, uh, it's not like if I'm you don't be able have a strong family and a strong relationship with them, they won't be there. Yeah, and that's <laughs> I mean, trust me, I you know we we have a strong relationship, mm -hmm. but uh, I I gotta. I got a five month old. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to. That's yeah, that's rough. That's, that's what, uh, Rodney Dangerfield did. You know, he did mm -hmm. comedy, had a family mm -hmm. and then waited till he was in his forties to get back at it. Yeah. So no, and that's here. I am starting a family in my, well, that's I, in my late thirties. Yeah. I was I 32 when my son was born. So yeah, I was 36, really? 30, 35. Yeah. 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 If he's five. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, 34 and a half somewhere. Around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then I had my kid at 32 and started comedy at 39, three yeah. days after my 39th birthday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's funny because every once in a while it's like, oh, that'd probably make a good bit. And then it goes absolutely nowhere because I don't put yeah. any effort it, into it's, it. Man, it. It's hard coming up <laughs> with jokes. At least I don't want to. And, and I was that guy on Saturday, like one of the, one of the comics from Indy, he had this bit. And, you know, I was talking to Mike after the show. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, you know, what about the, you know, do you think you could, he's like, ah, yeah, he's probably not going to take offense or anything, you know, mm -hmm. just go ahead and bring it. So I was like, yeah, you know, if, if you, what if you change this to that? He's yeah, like, yeah. dude, he's like, dude, I wanted to so bad, but I didn't know how everybody would receive it. I was like, uh, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why you're here. That's uh, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what open mics are good for. You can yeah. try shit out. And not worry about failing because you're not there to entertain people. You're there to you know figure your own shit out. Yeah, but like the so. it, it's it it sucks because it w it would have been a perfect callback 
to end his set. Really? Yeah. Uh, do you but, remember which comic it was? Uh, I honestly don't remember no, his name. One of the indie guys, probably. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was one of the indie guys. One, I, I really wanted uh, he, to see He was one the of middle. Them. It wasn't Joe. That's the guy I really wanted to see. Yeah. Handsome fella. Uh, scrawny guy. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was. Maybe not then. Uh, it wasn't the headliner who I wanted no, to see. I no, didn't know Joe, him. Joe Bates was headlining. Dude. And then, uh, like, you know, he, he, he joked about it, but yeah, he was, he was a scrawny dude. Hmm. And then there was the, uh, kind of just looking at him, you would perceive him to be kind of like the, the more the, uh, jock type, okay. uh, was, was first from Indy. So, um, but yeah, like it's like, dude, it would have been a perfect callback. Man. It's like, I didn't know how people would take it because, you know, it involved a dog <laughs> and he's, I was like, dude, that, that, fuck him. Right. Like you, you don't know how they'll react unless you. Yeah, unless you do yeah, it, you, you, you never know? do. And, and the, I mean, there's times where you say the same joke to similar audiences, mm-hmm. and it works nine times out of ten. And the tenth time, it's just terrible. Yeah, but that's and and don't get me wrong, I'm no, I'm no genius when it comes to comedy. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, as far as <laughs> setup, callbacks, all that shit, just yeah. that one hit me as like, oh man, this this would have been. There, there's some of them that would have been like, fucking dynamite if he would have. Call right. that back. There's some that are just so obvious that, you know, the comedian's too close to see. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had people come up to me multiple times like, hey, dude, just say this one word differently or yeah. change this word to that or but, say this. And it's like, fuck, <laughs> why didn't I think of that? Yeah. And, 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 uh, to be fair, like, I, this is like, hey, you know, I had an idea. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to insult you and tell you. Right, he's like, right. he's like, no, dude, like, let me know. That, yeah. So, and it's hard with comedians because you, know, you come across some, which is probably the majority, have that ego and have that, I'm the fucking professional. You can't tell me shit. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I I happily take any constructive criticism I could get. So. Yeah. But, no, it, it, but yeah, going back to that show, it was a good time. Um, so. Yeah, I, re- I really wanted to go there. There was one of those indie comics I really wanted to see, but that's when we were in South Bend. So. Yeah, he was good. Um, I, I'm assuming you mean, uh, Joe Bates, the, the headliner. The, no, the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, I follow him on Instagram and he, I'm just, you know what? I, it, people who put content out, comedians that put content out that aren't stand up, if it's sketches or rants or whatever, I find very interesting. Cause I can't do any of that shit. Yeah. I, I am a one trick pony. I can't act. I can't do sketch. Like none of that shit. So I, I really try to learn from those people because a lot of what they're doing in those videos can, you know, be brought to stage yeah. and enhance your performance. So I try to take anything I can from that. And I've only seen him on his sketches or rants or whatever and none of his stand up. So I was I was very curious. Yeah, that's I I did uh basically my first like solo attempt at this mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. And uh Cause like I, I've tried it before and it's like, I, I can't rant that like, I can't, yep. you know, like Bill Burr, like it's amazing. Him and Theo Vaughn yeah. are amazing with a mic in front of them. <laughs> but it's like, I sitting here talking to myself and like, all right, so yeah, this, uh, work sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is what's been going on. This is why I haven't put anything out in fucking two months. Yeah. You know? uh, I do this. I sit at home and think of things that like, maybe I could rant about this Yeah, by myself without a mic in front of me. And I'll get like eight seconds in and just, okay, I got yeah. nothing else to say. Well, that's that, that one I, I, I ended up going for about a half hour, I think. And I did get good feedback 
Really? From, you know, yeah. a couple of regular listeners that, you know, actually give me feedback, mm-hmm. which is nice. Right. I wish, I wish more people right. would. Yeah. But Hear that, listeners? Yeah, feedback. I, I'm assuming it's it, it's kind of the same with comedy. Like, how, how much feedback are you getting after a show? Right. Right. Except for I mean, some asshole like me and says, hey, you should change this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the, what I'm learning is if someone buys you a drink after the show, that's positive feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've had I've ran into people in public that have recognized me. Yeah. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but I'll take it. You know, it's, it's something. The only time that that's ever happened to me was with uh, Josh Summerall. Big John, yeah, really? Yeah, uh, he's very recognizable. I, I, I was wearing my shirt, uh, and I don't wear my shirt to like try to promote. I wear yeah, it because cash. because it's on top of my shirt pile in my drawer. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally how I pick my shirts in yeah. the morning. Is I because most Whatever's of the time in. it's dark and I can't see. I open the drawer, I pick what's on top, and that's what I'm wearing yeah. for the day. Um, but he was at uh, working at Myers at the time, mm-hmm. and I was in his line. I, I didn't know who he was. It's like, oh yeah, I know that show. It's no like, shit. It's like, really? He's Have you like, had him on? Yeah. Have you? He's uh, got a special coming up. I think June twelfth. Yeah. yeah. But Chubby Gang, big shot. Yeah. Oh, he, big he was like, yeah, my uh, one of my friends was on on that show. It was like, yeah, which friend? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, Coffee Black. I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm Brian. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm the Herfcast, I guess. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's it, it's nice, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. But that that's how we ended up connecting, and mm-hmm. you know, I got him in here. I don't. I I I think Coffee was the first person. On your show that I listened to shortly after I got started. I miss that dude, man. Like me and me, him and uh, Kelly Sparks were supposed to get together. Um, well, not get together. Like coffee was going to come here. Kelly's in Texas. Right. Um, but uh, we had it set up for a day. And I can't remember. Like it was most likely me that fell through mm. that had to change it. Well, coffee's good for that too. <laughs> well, no, like it because it was uh, work related or something. Okay. Um, but, uh, it's like, all right, well, we'll get it done another day. And then mm-hmm. right after that is when coffee had his Head back sur- surgery. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was middle of March. Yeah. So just haven't been able to, yeah, he's getting uh, back I, on his feet. I honestly, I, I haven't reached. We out actually have a show Friday. Then. I don't know if this is going to air before that. Um, uh, it might, it but, might not, <laughs> but we have uh yeah, no rush. It, de- it depends on what I'm doing after my kid's T-ball game. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. In Chesterton at Chester's. You know okay. that place? No, I don't. I I've heard of it, but it's... it is an old Applebee's that is. I wouldn't say the hub of, but it is the. What are they, Chappelle calls them the Alphabet people, the LGBT. No, yeah, it is a safe haven for them. Yeah. Yes, Freddie Mercury, George Michael, the the kid who sings "Old Town Road." I wonder are all on the walls. Elton John. I wonder if that's the place that uh Jake was talking about. He went to a show. I don't know if it was Josh's show or if he, I think Big Josh has performed there. Yeah. But Jake didn't know that it was uh Who's Jake? Jake from uh Indie Animals. Okay, yeah. Uh, he he works at the mill. Oh um, really? yeah, cuz Mike's been on that show yeah. before. Okay. Um uh, I I've had uh, it was fun like randomly had him here one night because he was talking about setting up a podcast and I, mm. after work one night uh he came by here and just and it's like fuck it we might as well record yeah yeah that's uh jake nelson from i don't know two years ago no uh, shit. but then i had uh jake and alan on from indie animals mm. uh alan was actually in like Terre Haute or something so we had to zoom him in 
uh, while me and Jake were here, but they've come to the market before. I've seen yeah. them there. Yeah. But yeah, like he was, he, Jake didn't know that it was, uh, uh, LGBTQ. Yeah. I wouldn't call it club. a gay bar specifically, yeah. but, but, and he's like, yeah, nothing wrong with that, which there's not, but he just didn't know. And he's, like, and yeah. he's looking around like, man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of this going, there's a lot of that going on. And like, he's like, you know, when they were talking about it, he's like, yeah, now it makes sense. Now thinking about the, the Freddie Mercury and Elton yeah. John and the, the, and the, the, their sign, their marquee is like a up close of someone's face. It's purple with a Freddie Mercury mustache and aviator glass. Like if you see the sign and actually think about it, <laughs> like, oh, I see what I'm walking into, but it never registers. Like, okay, Chester's, it doesn't. It's so up close that you don't really realize what it is until you get inside and start adding everything together. Yeah, you hear that, Jake? But the, the, the dudes who run that, um, <laughs> I think they're they smoke cigars. Do you know them? Mm. Um, they're always at what's the one in Holbert? Golden Leaf. Yeah, they're there a lot. Well, they're there's, there's Carmel a lot. There, there's now a Golden Leaf in Chesterton. Really? So I'm sure they'll probably be fre frequenting yeah. there. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah, Golden Leaf uh, Cigar Bar. Nice. Um, so yeah, but yeah. Uh, I haven't been there yet. Mm. I, I really want to. Uh, I just haven't had a chance to make it out. They just opened uh, two weeks Where's ago. Where's it at in Chesterton? I, I'm you not know, sure. You don't even know. I, I'd have to look. Yeah, but the guys that run that show at Chester's are great. Uh, it's a decent show. It's a difficult room. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, been, yeah. Send them my way, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. They they do. I guess It's him and another guy. They do like a, an act, like almost improvish off each other. And then they, so they have that show where they do all over. And then, uh, I think they call them lounge devils. And, but then they run, they produce that show out of Chester's. Yeah. Which, yeah, they're great to work for. It's a good show. It's a really tough room. Uh, <laughs> but that's a good thing though, isn't it? Yes and no. It, it, yes, it is. It is. If you could stay in the, in the frame of mind, like, okay, I have to get this and not get frustrated. Yeah. Like I ended up trying to fight a guy once from the stage and it, it, it was a mess, but, but it was fun. I mean, people understood and they didn't hold it against me. No, that's so, good. And it, yeah, same guys here every fucking time too. But there's a dude <laughs> sitting in a stool that fell and then just laid on the floor. Huh. Well, everything's going on. Nobody acknowledged it. And then after like a minute, someone came and helped him up and walked him out. <laughs> yeah. It gets wild in there. So, so. that'll be a fun show. So if they're always in there, like, uh, have they been in there after? I've seen them again. Yeah. The same so how, how did that go? Um, the first time I, so it was two different guys. The first guy I haven't seen back, the dude who fell out the chair. And the second guy, he just walks around drunk, talking loud, talking loud, talking loud. And there's one joke of mine that he does not like. So after the first time I said it was when I tried to fight him. And the second time he said it, when he started getting unruly. I got his attention and I did it again <laughs> and he was offended by it. And I was like, all right, well come up here and tell me about it. And he just gave me a hug. So everything, I mean, he's an old man and no. a drunk idiot, but it, it's all good fun. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I've had one bad experience from the stage and that was at D's, which isn't indicative of that place. It was just some drunk idiot stumbling in some white dude that, uh, I ended up threatening to throw the stool at, and I picked, I was about to do it, and then King David stood up, and then they just drug him out. But he, he was a fucking asshole. No. Yeah. Old white dude. So, so how does that work? Uh, going to these places regularly mm -hmm. with, 
I'm assuming typically the same crowd, uh, the same faces. Um, as far as like working out material, can you can you tell a difference? Like if or or do you do the same material but tightened up in front of the same like yeah, literally the same people. A lot. Of, I mean, everybody's. There's probably a few different ways to do it. I wouldn't say everybody's different, but there's a handful of different ways to do it. I don't write a lot of j- jokes. I don't think, or, or at least I, if I do, it takes a really long time for me to bring a joke to stage because I am terrified of looking like an idiot, even at an open mic. So I'll write a joke for like a month before I even bring it to the stage. And even with that, it's not like, okay, I'm going to write a joke. Like an idea will pop in my head one day. So then I'll just write that idea down. And then maybe a week later, it'll come back to me with another line I could add to it. Like, well, this this line would work, work with this topic. And then maybe a week later, I'll figure out a way to bring them together. And then make it a little further and then add like a, a big punchline. And now I got a joke. And so now I'll bring it to stage. And the first time I bring it to stage, it's not great. And then, okay, change the timing up, change the wording up, move this sentence here, that sentence there. You just you just keep trialing and error. And it's hard at open mics because 60 plus percent of the audience is other comics. And they've either heard it or they're worried about their own, what they're going to say. Yeah. So it's it's hard at open mics. But as you, far- you have to know yourself. How it comes out. But as far as like performing in front of the same the, people, the same over people and over again. with the essentially same. the same joke, but done a different way. Uh, they, they'll notice. But how, how is it received? Do, do, for if the most part, do they understand that you're working on it? Oh, yeah. Or yeah, because do they they're, have they're, the they attitude, well. yeah. Or do they have the attitude of, all right, yeah, this. he already did this. Probably both. I mean, it, so if you if it's something they've already heard and you can change one tiny thing that they notice, a lot of times it'll bring an even bigger laugh yeah. because they weren't expecting it. Like they think they're, they think they know what's coming and then it's something else. Yeah. So that works. Um, but then, yeah, like, Oh, I know what he's going to say. I mean, I, we're all guilty of it. Well, yeah, but, but that's, and that's what's hard for me mentally is like going back to the same place every week. I got yeah. nothing new today. You know, I got nothing I want to work on. Well, it's, I mean, you know, like I mentioned before, like I, you know, like, oh, this would be a good bit. But like, as far as I get is the premise. Like I have, I have a funny, a funny thought. And then it's like, you know, I bet, I bet somebody could run with somebody other than me. (laughs) Somebody other than me can run with this. Yep. I don't have follow through. I'm just saying I was, I did that for 10 years before I ever got on stage. I had, yeah. When the first time I ever like, all right, I'm finally going to get on stage was I think in 2014 when BP was on strike. And I actually found the drop then. Their Tuesday night open mic. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Strike's over. Got to go back to work. You know, never went. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, five years later, it took. During the day, yeah, it was the same thing. Exact, almost exactly five years later. Yeah. Yep. Damn. So there was that much time between. When I first intended. Hey, I, I want to try this out to yep. actually trying it out. Yep. And then I actually, and then it, so we had a house in Valpo. We moved to Miller Beach. And just from living out there, uh, I found D's just yeah. going out to eat on Lake Street. Like, That's oh. dude, I'm so pissed at myself that I have not been out there on a Wednesday night yet. Dude, it's it, there's I, some Wednesday. It gets wild, man. Dude, because I mean, you know, we mentioned Keegan earlier. Mm-hmm. Like the, I wish he would get back. Uh, yeah, that's I. I just read his post the other day about <sighs> being done. I wanted to yell at him, and I get it. Like I, do I, 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 I have to talk myself out of quitting every day. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I get it. 
um, it's it, it's really bittersweet because mm-hmm. I appreciate that essentially he's taken the high road here, but at the same time, it's like, God damn it, I wish he would still be on it. And this is coming from somebody who's never fucking seen him on stage. You know what? With, 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 with the exception of being on his his uh show right you know well like, you've had him on here right yeah so i mean you, you've seen him in action that's he, I, he's, uh, a, he's a runaway train we, man, we, we were gonna try i was trying to get it so that whenever possible i was gonna have him be my co-host mm-hmm. whenever we can line yeah, it up he's so good I, I love him yeah i love him so good and it's i mean we don't see eye to eye on... oh fuck no i don't agree with him on anything <laughs> i told mike I, get get me on with keegan because i'm going to fucking lay into him with everything he said no that's i that's i mean i agree with him plenty about, about being but a decent, yeah but yeah. i i don't he's agree, got some yeah, yeah. i mean I, I i i don't agree with him wholeheartedly i guess right uh but god damn i i i love the dude i love listening to him talk he yep. could be he could be talking about something that i just completely disagree with he just but has so I, much but passion i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna listen yeah. to everything and take everything to heart yep and you know like appreciate it yeah he everything about him is uh, lovable you know him him running for a uh, representative yeah, yeah like that's yeah I, we, we went and put out signs the night before in the yeah. middle of the night all um, over oh yeah it's such a big area yeah. yeah and it's like i i could definitely see him in that role oh yeah oh yeah um, so, so i think what you say bittersweet i think the bittersweet part about it is if, if he's doing comedy on the on the day-to-day or week-to-week we as you know fans or friends get a payoff yeah you know we see that like oh he he fucking killed it or you know you hear him on this podcast it was great but then when he if he's putting his energy towards you know politics or whatever we're not going to see that until years down the road yeah and it's it's not as immediate gratification or not as not as rewarding for us as friends when when i say he's taking the high road with it like i i mean like you know from what he said he his heart isn't in it and i if your heart's not in it then when you take all that time off yeah your heart's gonna you know yeah what, what absence makes the heart grow fonder not in comedy yeah it makes it easier you get comfortable and yeah that's a good point you know and i mean he did a show right before like a couple of weeks before he posted that at yeah. the market yeah and did really good and like he said in there he's like i'll come out again so i think if he were able to get you know like within a month you know three four times on stage i think he'd be back yeah yeah, well, it's it's hard not to. Uh, what Ron White quit? Yeah, and went back one show, and it's like, no, we're doing this again. It's, yeah, you know, it's 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 addicting. Um, it, it, it that it's very addicting. That's and that that's why I won't try it. Yeah, like, not not saying that I would be good. Like I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that if if I do get a couple of laughs, like from what I hear. Oh, it's it's worse better, than heroin. Man. There's nothing better. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. You, you know, like, I I've already got enough shit keeping me away from family time, than another hobby to yeah. take me away. Yeah. So. That's why uh, I quit my job. I yeah. figured I could be with the family during the day, but, and then at the club at night. Yeah. It don't work out that so, way always. It married or no, no no nothing now but no, yeah it, it's an interesting story like so. We were together maybe two years. Son was born. Her family lives outside of Ann Arbor. So after son, son was born, like a month, she moved back. And yeah. Four years not together. 
So from 12 to 16, she came back in 16. So from 16 until last August, we were together, and now we're not. No. So, but I, I'm pretty sure comedy had a big part to do with it no. this time around, which is even more of a reason. I mean, that's all I got to tell myself to not quit. I'm like, well, I, you know, better make yeah. it work. Yeah. You I, I, I got to make it worth yep. it. Yep. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it, it, you meet great people. I, 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 that's probably the biggest surprise. I, mean, I wasn't surprised at how addicting it was. I mean, I figured it would be because you see the people that do it. I wasn't surprised at anything, but how well of friends you become with people. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm, I'm 41. Mike Banks is what? 24. Yeah. 23. Yeah. And we talk almost every day. Brandon King's even younger. We talk almost every day. You know, me and coffee talk every day. So, I mean, every day, I mean, there's, Probably, we're probably on the phone at least an hour a day with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it you know, uh, Daryl Mance, the guy who owns D's. Yeah. All the time. It, it's really neat. Yeah. And I, I think being so close to Chicago, but being a, a different scene has brought the people that take it serious even closer together. Oh, I can see that. And, and that, you know, we all went to New York together. You know, anytime we're in Chicago, there's a group of us. And, you know, we're known as the group of Indiana people. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So, do you head up to uh, Detroit very often, or I, I used to go there at least once a month, if not more. I haven't been up there in maybe January, February. I haven't been there in a couple months. Yeah, yeah. I did a cringe competition in October. It was a lot of fun. That sounds fun. You know what? I was too cringy for him. Yeah. Like, so, did you win? No, that doesn't make any sense. I, you know, yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was it was interesting, but uh, it was a shit show. It was outside at the end of, I think it was October 27th. It was outside, so froze our ass off. The this, this or anything fine. else? Yeah, right? that's, yeah, that's good. The stage was, it reminded me of my dad's workbench in his garage when I was growing up. Yeah. It, literally two by fours, on, plywood on two by fours. That was the stage. There was a tree branch in front of me. My line of sight to the audience was blocked by a tree branch. There were barrel fires every. I mean, it was <laughs> it was fucked up. But it was fun. We had a lot of fun. Froze our ass off. Um, reconnected with people I had met prior because I hadn't been out there in over you know almost a year or whatever because of COVID. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it was it was fun. So what what places do you hit in Detroit? Any uh. I can't even think of their name. Well, I, well, I'm in I'm in Grand Rapids next Monday. Yeah. For an experimental thing in a theater, I don't even know what to expect. Uh, Trixie's, I think, is the one that's really woke. And Cabbage Patch, so, so Hamtramck has a pretty good comedy scene, which is a suburb of Detroit. And there's a few clubs there. That's where Trixie's is. Um, what, what Cabbage Patch? Cabbage Patch is awesome. Yeah. That's in. Uh, I don't even know. Gross Point or Gross Eel. One of them. Uh, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle is, you know, the the, the hub of comedy in Detroit. Yeah. So been there. And then just a few independent rooms throughout the you know area. There, Detroit's got a great scene right now. I wish I was up there more. That's, I got to see if uh, my buddy Otis mm. does comedy. Well, not does comedy, but if, if he consumes comedy mm. at all 
Uh, Is he from that area? Yeah, he's out there. Uh, Ann Arbor's decent. Got a few decent rooms. Yeah, yeah. But o- Otis is uh, half of the What Up Doe podcast. Um, good I'm already dude. offended. Yeah, because there's a local Detroit rap group or rapper. I don't know that has a song called What Up Doe. Well, that it's a Detroit thing. Rick Gilla. Yeah. Hammond. Yeah. Started that. I'm assuming. I don't know. I first heard it from Rick Gilla. Oh, uh, I guess so. Detroit I, I, stole it from him, as what, far as I'm uh, concerned. Th- those might be fighting words. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask Otis. I do love um, Detroit, though. But no, I get you know what up though is is you know like that saying is part of the Detroit, Detroit culture. Lingo, yeah, and... I, I still say that all the fucking time. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but even though we say it, it's not part of the the region's culture. I don't know, man. It's a Rick Gilla song, which is. Yeah, straight out of the two one nine, Hammond's <laughs> finest. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to see if he if he ever goes to any comedy shows out that way. So if I'm ever on a show there and they let me pick my walkout music, I'm gonna pick Rick Gillis. <laughs> <What up, though? laughs> uh, make them hate me before they even see me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's a, he he actually came out for uh, Ristafari uh, in March. Really? Yeah. How uh, how you know him? Just through uh, this? Or? Uh through podcast. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Um But uh yeah. Podcasting group that we were in, uh Delvin Cox mentioned what up though mm-hmm. and we ended up uh like between Delvin Cox, What Up Though, me and the Bearded Idiots, um you know, there were some pretty good uh like you had Texas good old boys right. and the bearded idiots and you have Detroit, Detroit, uh, not necessarily anti-gun, but right. you know, gun control and the, the conversation between that, mm. uh, and, and it, that, so Detroit gun control ish yeah. and Texans, yeah. Oh, uh, that's wild. Uh, it, it went well. Fantastic conversation. That, that's the best part. Is so if you're a talker, you know, what I mean, if that's what you do, you're probably yeah, you know, not an asshole. But, like Delvin did a series um, of, you know, what it's like to be X in America. Uh-huh. You know, and white, Hispanic, black, you know, everything in between, uh, which stemmed the ongoing conversations with. Bearded idiots and what up though and uh, just really great content, see, really great I, I conversations like and like the fact that, that everybody has a civil conversation mm-hmm. and their own perspective can laugh and, about it yeah. throughout and see, enjoy each my... other, enjoy each other's company right, afterwards. Enjoy, yeah. uh, which actually Curtis and his wife Terry they come up they came up here for uh, Ristafari as well. So it was, huh. you know we had. Wow. Me, Otis, Curtis. And so the, the podcast is called What Up, though? Yeah. I'll check it yeah. out. W-D-U-P-D-O-E. Yeah. W-D-U-P-D-O-E. Definitely. Um, I, 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 half of me wants to move there. I love that area. Everything about from Detroit to Ann Arbor. I love every. I love the state of Michigan. Michigan's awesome. My buddy's moving up to uh, Kalamazoo. Really? Uh, yeah. He's, he's doing his residency up there. Uh, like, you know, he's finishing med school, mm-hmm. doing his re- residency up there, and uh, like buying a house near Kalamazoo, and we're already looking into uh, you know, the the hunting right 
aspect of it and trying to trying to figure all that out so you know where sawyer michigan is uh greenbush brewery I've, I've seen sawyer on the signs yeah just exit 12 oh okay i used to live in sawyer on the lake there for a few years i, I, I love michigan yeah everything so, about michigan so that's we, we were just up at uh round barn a few weeks mm-hmm. ago so yeah that's just a little further in. yeah, yeah. like uh new buffalo is a yep, yep. You know, we're up there a couple times a year. So, yeah, I used to love New Buffalo, and I said if I ever got a job, because when I was working at Sitco, if I ever got a job at BP, I'm moving to New Buffalo. Yeah. And ended up finding a place in Sawyer, which is, you know, just a few miles past, it's, same thing. It's a it's a great area. It really there. is. Like, I mean, obviously I can't speak to living there, but uh, there are some good breweries. Yeah. Uh, and a Transient, they, they are doing they're doing some work on their stouts man that's fantastic yeah yeah i'm not a i'm not a beer no beer drinker i mean i will but if i have the choice beer beer is such an interesting world now yeah oh yeah with all the i got got buddies brewing shit and actually like getting people's interest in their own home brews yeah well that's uh i just had fuzzy line on here uh new brewery in highland they just opened up on the sixth was the grand yeah, I I, yeah, I, drove, I actually just drove past that the other yeah, day. Yeah, it's uh, the old Franco's. Huh. But uh, yeah, he started off in his house. He he ended up cultivating like one of the, uh, from what I understand, one of the most sought after no sour shit. cultures in the nation huh. as of right now. Like really in his, in his apartment, God. and you know they ended up um, what. Uh, containing that culture right to, to reproduce yep, it yep. um and it's one of the most popular cultures really? in the in the nation from what i understand that's pretty wild um yeah that shit we ended up talking for three hours that, oh, that, that, that was uh that was with the worst fuzzy line and uh how farms huh. that was the the last episode i released but yeah so such a good time yeah uh, good guys i i gotta make it over to the brewery um to check it out but the the menu sounds pretty interesting yeah so they're they're doing a a world cuisine really type, but all sourced within 150 miles yeah let me know I'll, so, if you ever need company coffee will yeah. go too that's what we do we try yeah. to find good food around here yeah yeah we go on a little food tour yeah once uh, or twice a month that's um ne- never never a bad thing to go experience no food. no so, not at all and any places stick out we had a burger i get it i i've been hitting the head too many times i got a shit memory but the uh there's a burger joint in portage big time burgers maybe no i might have made that up so don't quote me <laughs> but uh that's real good bombers barbecue is always that's by far my favorite barbecue yeah. that i've had anywhere in the country not that i've had a lot of barbecue but uh i did uh last night we ate at a hibachi place in maryville yeah uh, something woos mr woos dr woos uh i think it was where the old uh it's where outback used to be okay kind of behind hooters and that was really good woos house woos house that sounds right uh, yeah that's i i don't know i've never been there but a couple weeks ago my wife went out to visit her sister mm-hmm. and she brought me back some steak mm-hmm. and shrimp from yeah. Wu, from woos house uh and cold it was yeah pretty tasty. It, it was good i it mean was... i 
I can't say what it tastes like yeah. right I mean, off the grill. It, but It wasn't mind-blowing, but between the food, the staff, and the environment, it's worth going to. So are you, uh, are you a fan of sauces or... I guess as far as like I'm a fan of hot. anything you put on meat. Yeah. I don't I, I only I really eat meat and ice cream. All right. Well, part. before the you carbs. leave before you leave I'll have to have you try out some uh some sauces that I just got in. Yeah, absolutely. Um Mouthhole Barbecue out of Sarasota, Florida. Okay. It's a food the, truck mm-hmm. that makes your own sauce. Yeah. Really? And did phenomenal. Wow. I used to know um, the guy that who's your daddy? You ever come across yeah, that? I knew yeah. that guy. Um but I just I just got a shipment of sauces in from from Ray at Mouthhole, uh, but ended up finding him through Ristafari a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Huh. Um, but yeah, he's his his throat punch sauce is damn near perfect. If That's you, awesome. If you if you uh, if you like a kick in your barbecue Absolutely. sauce, it's yeah, That's it's a cool, amazing and. You, yeah, just from getting out there and doing things, whether it's comedy, podcasting, you know, cigars, the people you meet. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's definitely changed my world leaving BP. Yeah, for the better. That's good. Yeah, that's, maybe not financially. You know, but that's uh, I was talking to somebody in the locker room at work. I was leaving, and I was like, yeah, you know, because the situation in the cranes at work right now is fucking mm-hmm. horrid. Everybody calls off just to get a fucking couple days off. Right. You know. And um, one guy was like, "Oh yeah, they call off because they don't they don't like money." I was like, "Yeah, dude, money isn't everything." No. Especially like, especially when you're making money. Yeah, because I I think half of that ruined me working for BP. Mm-hmm. Well, one, you don't do shit. I mean, yeah. it's fairly simple. You're, we were significantly overpaid, so for you know ten plus years, I didn't really worry about money, and I was just miserable. Yeah, because I mean that's what I was doing. I had no. And, and I probably had time for hobbies, but then I found comedy, and then that was a hobby. And then after a year into it, it was, I can't, I can't even go back to work anymore. Yeah. I, I can't bring myself to do this. Yeah. But I mean, I, I told the guy, I said, yeah, well, money's not everything. And yep. he's like, yeah, you're right. I was like, yeah, and I'd, I'd rather watch my kids grow up in person instead yep. of yep. through pictures on yep. my phone yep. while I'm sitting in the, crane yep. of the, the cab of a crane. Yeah. You yep. know? memories um, of people telling you about them yeah hey remember that time your kid at home run yeah no but i remember when you told me about it yeah exactly so uh, yeah it's uh you know it, it is what it, I, I knew what i signed up for when i when i took the yeah, job at the mill yeah you know i knew there would be overtime right and you know like i said i i like a little bit of overtime so you already had your son when you started that yeah 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 See, i started at 25 in the industry and yeah no that's you know, no responsibilities i was at Whole Foods Distribution Center when I had my son and I was at, I was working longer hours for less pay at wow. the distribution center than I do right. at the mill. Right. Like occasionally I got to work a double. Right. Uh, now it's more than occasionally, but it's I, still not as bad because I wasn't working doubles at Whole Foods. I was because it was, you know, you worked until the job was done. Right. And sometimes that wasn't for 18 hours uh, at least a double at the mill is 16 yeah you know they, they've kept us for 18 the, the, the longest i worked at whole foods i think was 22 and a half hours and is there I, a law against that i think so we, i had a buddy do 24 at bp yeah that's I, I i think there's a law but if it's uh they they don't talk about it because 
if you're willing to stay, right, it's okay, right. But they can't force you after X amount of hours. I think 18 is the limit of BP now. Yeah, yeah. But that's I I know at the mill, uh, you know anything over eight is time and Damn a half. It. See, that's awesome. But if it's after 16, you go back to straight time. So really, yeah. Uh, from should go to double time. Uh, that yeah. Is that USW? But uh, again, they they can't force you after right. sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So, but so if, there's no incentive. And in, in in the in the sense of if there's a bad snowstorm and you can't leave, been there. You know, it's I, I don't know. It's, it's you guys are indoors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could do that. The good thing about BP was you know, <clears throat> our unit was like ten acres or something. Yeah. And you, know, you just. Go, you know, we had our <clears throat> control room <clears throat> and anywhere you wanted to go, just go there. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> maybe someday I'll be able to uh, not work at the mill or it, or at least get to the point where wife could stay at home. Right. And that's right. You know, it, you it won't work. It won't, I will be a comedian. Yeah, it, it won't, yeah. <laughs> it won't matter if if I get stuck for a double a couple times right. a week. You know, because she doesn't have to work. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hopefully, buy some crypto. Hopefully, that'll make us uh, all millionaires. Yeah, there's. <laughs> uh, I didn't get in early enough on on Doge, but I got in pretty early. Um, but I've bought and sold. That's you know, back and sad? forth. I had a hundred and sixteen thousand Doge coins at a third of a penny. Yeah, and sold them at like uh, a penny. Well, I, I I just I just looked up my history, and my first purchase was twenty five dollars mm -hmm. at zero zero three two. Yeah, that's what I got, and it. that would have been forty four hundred dollars right now. Yep, if I would have held on to yep. it, and but at the same like. I made fourteen dollars on it when I sold it. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> yeah. I just bought a. What's the new one? Shiba Inu. I I'm I'm working on buying that. I now. just bought fifteen million of them. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm so. more, Um, I got. I I bought some Litecoin mm -hmm. on Coinbase, and I got to wait a couple of days before I could transfer it to Bitmart. Right. And then I could buy the other the, one. The the Shib. Yeah. So. We'll see. Hopefully, it doesn't blow up before no. Friday. Yeah, as long as it blows <laughs> up. I'm yeah, happy. but I mean, the way I look at it, it's like I, I, I uh, if you don't mind me asking, like, how much was that to have four fifty four? And then there was like a ten or thirteen dollar fee, four sixty something. So for fifteen million. Yeah. So if if my two hundred dollars goes in, I'll get you know we'll say six, if, it, if, seven if, million? If, if it goes up a little bit then yeah i'll, I'll have six million if it goes to, if it goes to a dollar exactly yeah, you have six million. exactly if, if it goes to a dollar in 20 years that that's whatever right. yep I, th I think that's the move just yeah. hold it yeah hold it that's unless you hear some crazy news where you know for sure it's going down just hold it that's right fucked up with even, uh, even that I, I won't i won't throw anything into anything like that that i can't afford to just to, forget right, about burn yep. yeah that's that's what it that, is. that's why you know 200 bucks yeah and, and actually actually for me 150 my brother 50 yeah um you know so how great uh, would it like i'm telling everyone can you imagine if like all of a sudden there's 30 of us oh yeah that are just multi-millionaires oh, overnight think, dude think think about uh, it's a lot more than 30 
people that that's happened that's to with already, those, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and with, with a lot of things, Yep. but that's, it's, it's so crazy volatile Yeah. that you just, I mean, there's, there's no way to tell. I, I feel this is like the tech bubble from the early 2000s. Yeah. But I think this is making more people more money. Well, I don't know if it's because more people are aware or if it's just because there's more winners out there. We're back then, like, you know, who do you bet on? Yeah. Where now there's just random coins. Hey, throw your money in it. Yeah. And they're all going up. Yeah. They're all going up. Exactly. So. Uh, that's, you know, like I said, I, I, I bought and sold. I, I, you know, swing trade the, that's, the Doge. That's and, what I did. You know, I've, I, I've made. terribly. I've made a decent amount for what I've put in. Right. You know, like I'm, but what, but like I'm you ahead. What you could have made. You know. It, when that hit 70 cents. I would have had over $70,000 on like a couple hundred dollar investment. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh. it's crazy, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then I could afford to go tell jokes every night. <laughs> <laughs> I could afford to buy. I wouldn't care. I yeah. just go up there and just do you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It don't matter. I'm so. going home to a fucking castle on a fucking Bentley. Yeah. So, uh, anything, Anything else planned outside of the area except for uh, the possibility of Colorado? Colorado or? and Michigan. I'm in Michigan next Monday. That kept getting put off because um, of their state state restrictions. Yeah. But I think they're almost 100% open. Uh, so that'll be, that's in Grand Rapids, which is right by Kalamazoo. And then Colorado, I think that's May 20th. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to try. I just set that up with the one club. Wolf something production. Yeah, I don't know. And then I'm going to try to find, you know, make it worth the trip. You know, as many stages as I can out there. But yeah, nothing. Uh, June 5th, there's some stuff at the market. That'll be fun. That's the uh, Jeff Webb. You know him? No. Jeff Webb's pretty awesome. Jeff Webb's worth talking to. Jeff Webb's great across the board. He run. I hated him. I hated him. When we met <laughs> the first time I did the market, I had five minutes written trying to antagonize him into a fight <laughs> <laughs> and I got there and pushed out and went with my material. And then we, that was in like October of 2019. And he put me on a show in February of 20 and we've been pretty good friends ever no. since. And yeah, he's, he runs the market, which I am grateful for. The, mar the, the market is something special. You haven't been to a show there? No, I haven't. I tried, but I was at yeah, the wrong spot. Wrong sp <laughs> the market's worth going to any night. No. Their open mics are Thursdays. Phenomenal. They have shows on Fridays. I have not been to a bad show. I have walked out of every show amazed. No. Every single one. There might have been one show. I was like, eh. But every one... Every show I've been to, I've wanted to quit because they were so good. Like, yeah. I could never do that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they do every Friday. They'll do showcases occasionally on Saturday. They'll have a piano bar on Saturday. Or they'll be closed because they have weddings. Yeah. But that place is definitely worth checking out. Piano bar, eh? Piano bar, which isn't my thing. Like dueling pianos? or Just a single. It's basically, he's got a list of all the songs he could do. And then you pick them and it's Jeff will get comedic. Jeff's, Jeff hosts. Jeff's a great host. Jeff's. Jack of all trades. Yeah. 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 
I said I, I swore he was been on this before, or that you at least knew him. Not that yeah. I know of. Yeah, he's a funny kid. So how old is he? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-nine tops. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So but yeah, uh, nothing on the books. Nothing official on the books, other than you know. Colorado's still tentative because I want. I told them I need to find more stages to at least make it worth yeah. my trip. But the only one is next Monday in Grand Rapids for sure. So you don't do anything. I, I'm assuming you don't do anything on the production side. Try not to. Yeah. Occasionally I'll help promote. Um. um but yeah, no. That's uh, I'm too unorganized. I'm too like scatterbrained and all over the place people, yeah that's it's, it's just hate me it's something that i've thought about trying to uh weasel my way into i could see myself doing it when i'm older yeah but right now i'm just so all over the place that i would just ruin anything i was a part of yeah so i said just tell me where to be and how much time you need it for me and i'll i'll pull it off other than that i'm probably gonna ruin your night yeah that's i don't know like i i i would love to i would love to get into it in some aspect and i think uh like my the best way for me to get involved would be on the production side of for comedy yeah yeah but, we need more rooms around here yeah that's keegan used to run a, that uh sci-fi sci donuts that, that's yeah right up the road uh that's the one time that i would that's where i met him yeah yeah that's uh he had his his game show it was probably uh, before I met him. I don't even know about um, that. The hell was it? Was uh, it was the food fight? But uh, uh, he had the he had the like finale of it uh -huh. live at Sci-Fi, and I, I was there for that. Um, I want to do there. Where was it? Uh, it? It was actually in a comic book store in L.A. I can't remember what it was called, or I can't remember the name of it, but it's a it's produced i mean they have it on they stream it or whatever it's called uh set list stand up without a net comedian goes on stage there's a screen next to him he'll do like a 10 second whatever and then something will pop up on the screen and that's his topic huh. he has to make it funny and then they'll go through like three of them or whatever you know you do five ten minutes solely off the cuff of what you're seeing Huh. I want someone to do that around here. So I'm planting that seed in you. <laughs> yeah. Because that would be awesome. I, I, I think that would be... I mean, for funny people, an audience would love it. And yeah. for people trying to be funny, it'd be great practice. Yeah, great yeah, exercise. And yeah, exactly. And all the big names comics have done this one in LA. And that's the only one I know of. I'm sure there's some small markets that are doing it. Yeah. But it, it just seems so fun. Especially if you can draw an audience. Yeah. You know? I'll have to think about that. Yeah. That's, find a place. I mean, I, I mean since I, I, I have a couple places in mind mm -hmm. um, that have some room, mm -hmm. but whether or not the audience would be there or not, it's, but audience can come. You it's know, my they, biggest it, complaint about the region. Yeah. Is everybody leaves it for their entertainment. Leaves it for their entertainment. They leave the region. Oh, they, uh, yeah. They go to they go to Chicago. Yeah, Indy or you know, if you if you had a 
solid spot. Right. The, the market, is, they've been sold out just about every show. Yeah. The late shows kind of hit or miss, but uh, they do a good job marketing. Yeah, because I know we used to have Wise Guys at the Star Plaza. But that, yep, yep. that's, I yeah, think, or Wise Crackers. I wise think Crackers. Like, yeah. I've but, seen a few shows there. So. I met, uh, you know who Fred Williamson is? No. Have you ever see Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. Remember the black guy smoking cigars? Uh, not off the top of my head. Fred the Hammer Williamson. He played, sure, he's I'm from sure. Gary. He played for the Raiders. And I ran into him there. Actually, it was, it was after a comedy show, and they did a fundraiser for the old mayor of Gary. That's why he was there. And he's just sitting at the tiki bar. Huh. This was 20 years ago. Sitting there smoking <laughs> a cigar. He was actually awesome. That's Probably about the last time I watched Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But, um, you would right. you would definitely recognize me if you see the movie. He's a big part. That's, of it. Yeah, that's I'm. I'm <laughs> sitting here like, oh, I should look <laughs> I it know, up. I know. No, I'm not going to look it up. I'm, I thought about you know, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all right, anything you want to plug? Get out yeah, there. No, I think we covered it. Come yeah. to the market. Market's great. D's is great. South um, Bend DIY. Uh, any Instagram, YouTube. I hate Billy D. Yeah, which is fitting. Yeah. yeah, all social media. I hate Billy D or Facebook Billy D Dodaro. D O D A R O. Yeah. So, um, all right, man. I think that'll about do it. I gotta uh, finish that glass and kind of settle down before I go to my kids' t-ball game. That's I the, feel you. That's the kind of classy you. dad I am. <laughs> Nothing so, wrong with that. Um, I'm glad we were able to get this done Absolutely. finally. Finally, right? So, yeah, yeah. But, it was great. All right, dude. Thanks for coming yeah, on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Yep. All right, there you have it. That's Billy D, and I had to head out to my son's t-ball game. That was fun. Um, kind of chilly, and when we got home, we ate some chili. But anyway, I'm um, finishing this up. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Give me some feedback. We talked about that a little bit. Um, Brian at theherfcast.com, or uh, find a link to the Discord on the webpage in the show notes here. Uh, and the website is theherfcast.com. And as mentioned in the episode, I did start a TikTok. If that's your thing, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm an old man, don't know how to work it. So yeah, other than that, check out the website, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So yeah, thanks again.